0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Blessings, 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 and a gracious good afternoon to you on this beautiful, sunshiny day. We pray that wherever you may be and whatever time of day it is, it may even be in the middle of the night, that you're hearing the sound of our voice, that you are blessed and highly favored of the Lord, and that you recognize and understand that in the midst of any situation and any circumstance that you may be going through, there is yet a nevertheless and a but God at work in that situation. Nevertheless, no matter what is going on, God is in control. So we thank and praise God for his presence in our lives on a daily basis. I am your host of the It's Real Radio talk show, which you are now listening to, Elder Colette James. And with me, as always, is Oh my God, a woman that is so phenomenal in her existence. The very fact that, <clears throat> excuse me, God has put her in this earth realm to be such a blessing to others is just incredible to me. So I'd like to introduce and allow um, to take the microphone my beautiful co host, Ms. Tanya Roberts. How are you today? Oh, this is
2: always, always a pleasure.
1: Just to hear you,
2: and it's always a pleasure to hear your introduction, sometimes in our life, how we feel in our lives, sometimes, and what we're going through. We need that little bit of push to know that we're greater than what we feel like we are in the present circumstance. So I'm just so grateful. You know I'm cooking, sis. I'm doing some ribs on the grill, doing a little whole tilapia on the grill. I'm doing some mustard greens and spinach. I'm doing some baked beans, y'all. I'm doing some potato salad. That's what I'm doing today. And you know what? My sister she's going to come down to have a show. We're going to call it Soul Food. And we're going to have a good time, you guys. But today, I thank God. I'm just making a meal, a comfort meal. And I'm thanking God for what it is.
1: I love you. Thanks sis. Bless the Lord. I love you, too. Mm, mm, mm. Well, I happen to be in Dallas right now, so I'm just missing all the goodies. I talked to someone a few minutes ago, and they done made shrimp at a Fe and upside down pineapple pound cake and all of those wonderful things in Atlanta, and here you are down there in Augusta making all that good food and what have you, and I'm just missing it all, but it's so felt like, greater is coming, greater is coming, I won't be there so that I can partake of all these wonderful goodies that all of you guys are cooking up. Cause you know, I love to eat. I don't particularly love to cook. I can't cook now. Don't get it twisted. I can cook, but um, I, I prefer to put my feet up. on I'm telling everybody she table. can cook. She can cook. <laughs> she can cook. She can cook her
2: nails off y'all. She can definitely cook. And when you do, if it's 1,000 people, come by and enjoy it because it is that good.
1: <laughs> Amen. Amen. I thank God. I thank God. Well, sis, today is your show. So talk to the people about what's on your heart on Tuesday.
0: You know what,
2: sis? I've been feeling a lot of things this week, you guys. I've worked six days straight this week at work, feeling as a woman a little burned out. I'm feeling grateful, but at the same time, I'm hopeful, but at the same time, I'm prayerful, but at the same time, I'm feeling a little doubtful sometimes. It's a fight. So, when my sister mm. asked me, What should the show be on? I said to her, Mindset. Where's your mm. mind right now? You guys, do you realize where we are? It's September. Almost at the end of the Mm -hmm. year. And we Mm -hmm. talk about this every single time. And I'm telling you right now, your mindset is so powerful. And it's so amazing. And it's so sometimes unpredictable. But you got to stay fast in what you believe in. You have to have a vision. You have to keep believing. No matter what it looks like, you guys, please believe me. I'm going through Mm -hmm. the same thing. So today, mm-hmm. I want to ask everybody, where is your mindset? What do you believe right now, spite of? Because the God can't mm. be in you. If you don't believe in the God in heaven, if you don't believe in yourself, then you can't have the God in heaven believe in you if you don't believe in yourself. Where are you at today? You may take taken baby steps. You may take taken one step. You may have taken molecules of a step. But have you grown any since we've been on this show Since this past year, have you seen yourself in a different light? Have you seen yourself something different transitioning in your life? Do you see yourself any different than you did last year, year before that? Mm. Because it's not about that. It's about this year. Because I want to ask you a question, you know, because I kind of went back to a job that I had left for three years and and it was seemed like it was beautiful, like the promised land, feeling a little shaky, but God said keep moving. And I am. And I'm still keep doing I'm downsizing you guys. I'm coming out of where I was. I'm giving up some space and I'm going, Woohoo! Lord, really? Is this you? Did you really tell me this? Or is it just me, something I envision or imagine for myself? I wouldn't have told myself to give up less space, almost a thousand square feet. And what's really going on? Where is your mindset? What do you believe? Who are you? And what do you believe you are in this now, right now? How do you feel today? Okay, so that's
1: the question to me. Where am I right now? Right. What's your Um, mindset right now? You know what, I find myself in a place more and more each and every day, literally, that I'm understanding, even though what I understood yesterday to be true about God, I cannot allow that to shape and mold me today. Um, And let me explain that. I've got to continually hear from God. It's like I don't, I cannot get so caught up in what God did that I miss what God is doing. Because God is progressive and my walk with Him is a process. It is progressive as well. So, what held true yesterday may not hold true today, and that is because God is such a strategic God that he knows whatever I had to encounter yesterday, I needed a specific set of skills to deal with. What I have to encounter today, I may need a whole new set of skills to deal with, and what's yet to come may be something even entirely different. So I'm at a place in my walk with him right now where, first and foremost, I have to see him in the midst of everything. I know people talk about you. Being too woo woo, spooky and spiritual, and what have you. And I understand that, you know, I'm not out here thinking I'm floating around on a cloud with the angels, but at the same time, I do not ever want to miss whatever God is trying to show me or tell me in the midst of situations. And a lot of times we miss God in the midst of our circumstances because we're so caught up in the circumstance that we are, we're not hearing what he is saying. We only know what he said, okay? I'm going to give you, um, and I've told this testimony before, but I, I, I utilized it again yesterday um, in ministry, um, ministering to a group of people and, and it's ringing clearly in my mind because it speaks to what I'm saying. So my testimony is this, and I, like I said, I've told it before, but just looking at it in a, in a slightly different um, perspective, and that is when I moved to Florida um, many, many years ago, it was in the 90s, I moved to Florida, and I have found this particular house before I even moved there, and I knew I wanted this house, and I I would drive up to this house, and I would pull in the driveway, and I would get out, and I promise you, because I had had met the realtor at the house, the realtor had shown me inside of the house, I love the community and everything, and so I decreed and declared that that was my house because that was the house I wanted, and I was a firm believer at that point in time of the Word of God that says, you know, um, speak those things to be not as though they were, so I'm like speaking it into existence. What I did not do was to ask God, is this my house? I just began to decree and declare that it was my house, and I think a lot of us make the same error As in, yes, God will give you the desires of your heart. Yes, you do speak those things that be not as though they were. However, before you speak it, you have to go to your father and say, God, is this of you? Because everything that looks good may not be God. Everything that's good for somebody else may not be good for you. So we have to make sure that we stay in a clear position of hearing from God. So I I would go over, like I said, you know, my husband and I, when we got ready to move there, we found an apartment that was right down the street from the house because we knew that we weren't financially able right that moment to purchase. But, you know, our plans was, our vision was, we would stay in the apartment for a year. We would get everything together within the course of that year to buy. So I made sure I didn't want to be far from my house. Okay. I wanted, when I got ready to move out of the apartment, I wanted it to be a smooth transition. So I got an apartment very close to the house. And I promise you, every so often, I would go over to that house because it stayed empty. (laughs) Hear me. You got to hear me. It stayed empty. I would go over to that house. I would pull up in that driveway. I would walk around that house just as if it was mine. I would pray over that house. I would decree and declare it was my house and get in my car and drive off just like I was just leaving home. And I did that. I did that for probably about nine months. At the end of that ninth month, it was early in the morning because I used to go walking. I love to walk with the Lord in the morning. And it was early in the morning, and I was out doing my walk and praying. And during my course of my prayer, the house dropped in my spirit. So I began to pray about the house as I was walking. And I'm looking at the fact that, okay, I only have a couple of months and I'm supposed that my lease is up in this apartment and I should be moving into that house. So, you know, now I'm like, okay, I think I need to attend to this in prayer a little bit more because hey, time is winding up. Somebody had actually came and tried to put an offer on the house, and the offer fell through. So all of that, I'm hearing about all of this, and all of this is solidifying in my heart that that is my house, and I'm going to have my house. So as I'm walking this particular morning, and I'm praying for the house, the Lord stopped me. And he said crystal clear, he said, stop praying for that house. And I was like, oh, okay, Lord, because in my mind, instantly, I was like, because this is mine. I got this. I don't even have to attend for it anymore. Before he could let that thought settle within my spirit, he said, begin to pray for the house that I have for you. And that completely shifted the thought pattern and the trajectory of my prayer, okay? So it's like, you know, we have to learn to go to God and ask him, Lord, what is it that you have for me? Because that is the thing that I want to seek into existence. That is the thing that I want to focus on. Because what we see, what we want will pale in comparison to the blessings that God has for us. So we also always, always want to be in that state of mind of, okay, daddy, what is it that you would have me to attend to in prayer? What is it that you have for me? What is it that you have for the people that you have connected me to? Because I recognize and I understand that my existence in this earth realm is not about me. You created me not for me, you created me to be a blessing for someone else. So, therefore, I again have to make sure that I keep my ear to God's breath so I can clearly hear his heartbeat on situation. Long story even longer. (laughs) I stopped praying for that house. God commanded me, now catch this, this is powerful. God commanded me to go to that house and release it because I, hear how powerful your prayers are, okay? I had tied that house up every which way but loose with my prayers because I was sincere. And I was speaking the word of God over that house, and the word of God will not return unto him void, and I was serious about what I was saying and calling forth with that house, okay? I was doing it, and my feeling, according to scripture, I was pronouncing scripture over that house. Remember, it is not your word that will not return unto God void. It's his word that will not return unto him void. So when you're praying, you have to make sure you're in a position and a posture to make sure you're praying his word over the situation. And you've heard his heart in that word, okay, so that he has told you what to decree and declare. Okay, so I go to the house. And I pull up in the driveway like I always do, and I release that house. Lord, I release this house back into your hands, and I thank you for the home that you have for me. I kid you not, God is my witness. This is a true story. I backed out of that driveway. I went to come back down the street. On the opposite side of the street, three houses down, was a house sitting there that looked like the house I had been praying on on the outside, same shape of it with a for-sale sign in the yard said, for sale or lease by owner, and God said, take that number down and call them. I was like, okay. (laughs) So I wrote the number down, went home, called them. Incredible testimony about how God blessed us with that home, okay, seriously, call the people that happened to be um, a younger Jewish couple, just as sweet as they could be. They had children. They wanted something. They Actually, they had had a home custom built for themselves, so it was time for them to move. And so they wanted to sell, but, you know, if they weren't able to sell, then they were going to lease. Either way it went because they needed to move into their new home. My husband and I went. Looked at the house. The house was identical to the house that I wanted with one difference, and that was it had one less bedroom. That was it. The house I was looking for was a four-bedroom house. The house that this was was a three-bedroom house. Now, understand, it wasn't about it me and my husband, so three bedrooms was just fine, just fine, same floor plan, everything. God moved, gave me a phenomenal testimony Um, The they worked with us. Um, We went through my husband's VA to get the house. And then at the last minute, the VA was like, you know, well, we need to see three months' worth of um, mortgage payments in the bank. And it was like, okay, I don't have that right now. I've pulled together everything for the closing. I've done everything else that I needed to do, but I didn't have that extra income. Went to the, the owners and explained to them the situation, was perfectly honest. So I said, so can we lease until we can get this together? And they were like, yes, fine, no problem. You know, we, and the lady told me, she said, I really want you to have my home because I just really believe you're going to be a blessing to the home. So we, long story short, we moved in. They moved out two weeks after we moved into the home. The homeowner called me, and he says to me, Coelette, I have a proposition for you. And I'm like, okay. And he said, listen, we just really want this behind us. We want to go ahead and do the sale and what have you. So here is our proposition for you. We will loan you the three months' worth of mortgage for you to put into the bank so um, that the VA can see it. We can go ahead and close and just give the money back to us the next day after we close. Now, who does that? (laughs) Okay? Who does that? So, you know, this was the hand of God in the midst. When you pray for what God has for you, he has already gone. Before you made the crooked way straight, it's a done deal, okay? I'm telling you guys this because you need to see the pattern of God. You need to understand why it is so important to hear the voice of God when you're in the midst of a situation. Fast forward five years, okay? We've been in the home for five years, beautiful, no issues, all is well. Suddenly, one day, my husband comes to me and says, babe, I think we ought to sell the house. I looked at my husband and said, the devil is a house. I'm not selling my house. And in my mind, I was like, so serious. You know, I'm a warrior. So, hey, we get ready to go to battle. Whatever's coming up, we're going to fight this thing because God had given such an incredible testimony on how we got in the house and, and everything that he did putting us in the house. Hear me. Don't get so stuck in what God did that you don't hear what God is doing, okay? A month later, God said to me in my prayer closet, I want you to sell the house. And I'm like, okay. Now, I know the voice of God, so I didn't call him the devil and say I'm selling my house. And then he gave me the analogy of, of the slingshot. You guys have heard it before. You know, he said, when you put an object in a sling and you pull it back, the farther back you pull it, when you let that sling go, the farther out that object will propel itself. And he said, I am pulling you back so that I can release you anew. I'm like, okay, back. We sold the house, made um, a nice um, tidy um Income off the sale of the house, it was beautiful and what have you. What I was not aware of, so you got to hear me, so that if I had been so stuck in what God did and not hear what God was doing and refused to sell, I would have lost money instead of making money because shortly thereafter, a few years after that, was when the housing um, industry tanked. And the woman that bought my home lost far more. On the home when she tried to sell it, then we gained on the home. So you hear me, I said all of this to say, be in a place of mindset to hear God. God, what are you saying now? I want to be in the midst of what you're doing now. So every single day, my mindset has to be keyed into, God, what are we doing today? I can't get stuck on what we did yesterday. You guys go to church. You have phenomenal services in church. The spirit is high. It's elevated. There's deliverance. There's healing. And some people get stuck in that, and that's what they want to see. And, Lord, do it again. No, Lord, don't do it again. Do afresh. Do a new. I don't need you to do what you did yesterday. I need you to do what needs to be done today. So I'm sorry. I didn't mean to carry on so long, but I wanted to make that point of, you know, having the mindset to hear what God is saying in the here and the now. Again, don't get so caught up in what he did that you miss what he's doing. And a lot of times what he's doing right that moment is not crystal clear to you. You said you're downsizing. God is Calling you, pulling you back from some things, so that He can propel you forward in some new things. God is a fresh and a new God. Remember when He gave the children of Israel manna? He gave them daily manna, and if you tried to Uh hide that manna, it rotted. It rotted. Okay. It's daily. It's daily manna. Okay. So please hear what He is saying today. Today. Amen. We're in this last quarter of this year. It is about refreshing and being renewed and hearing the nevertheless and the but God in the situation, you know, not the doom and gloom and, Lord, why is this happening to me? No, 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 no. God, you said that you walk this earth to and fro to find those people that you may show yourself mighty to that you can show yourself self strong on their behalf, I'm going to trust you. I'm not going to put my trust in men, me. I'm not going to put my trust in God. Heaven knows I'm not putting my trust in the government. I'm not putting my trust in society. I'm not putting my trust in the job. My trust is in you. So what are you saying for me to do in this hour? Amen, sis. I'm sorry. <laughs> but that's, that's uh, please. I'm
2: going to tell you what I've learned. Never be sorry for spreading the real is real inside and sharing the moment and what you've gone through, we need to hear that. That's what mindset is all about. Where is your mind? You have to fight with everything in you. We fight all the day long. We're always in a spiritual battle. You have to fight for your mm-hmm. mind, your sanity, and what you believe in. And even if it's downsizing or taking a step back or giving up something, it's not easy. I'm telling you guys right now. Man, let me tell you something. The devil tried me in so many different ways on my job, my car, a couple of things. There's a couple of things, and I'm I had to go. Well, you know what? I thank you, Lord, because I'm not where I used to be. I used to flip out and trip mm. out, and start crying and asking why. And I'm saying I thank you. There's a blessing around the corner. There's a blessing for me doing this. It's a struggle. Mm. I'm looking at a house full of things. Took stuff off the wall, packing up stuff, putting stuff in the boxes, and I'm going, you can't take everything. And God said, leave the old behind and take mm. you the new, for I'm going to restore you. And I thank him every day for that. Even on my job, I'm just like, "Ooh, ooh!" I'm just like at a stirrup right now. But God said, just go there and do your job. Do what you're supposed to do. Mm. I got you.
0: Mm.
2: And it's such a blessing to know, like you're saying, man, let me tell you something. 30 years for my husband being in this house, nine years for me, 30 years of finally leaving and going to a new land, a new place, a new situation. But whatever it is in your life, please understand and know, God has you. We don't have, we don't have because we don't ask. We don't have because even when we ask, do you truly believe? You have to believe in yourself, let alone the God that's in heaven, Jesus. Yeah. Our heavenly father that gives us the word and tells us he has good things for you to prosper, Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. to do
2: things in your life. But you guess what? That ain't about sitting down on the bed and waiting for God just to give it to you, drop it down on you. What are you doing with Mm -hmm. yourself? Where's your mind? Mm -hmm. Every day, you guys, When I'm thinking, I have to go, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold up, Kenya. That's some stinking thinking. Why would you waste your time thinking about that when you could be thinking about this? Mm. Whoa, 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 whoa. Please believe me. Because there's always something coming your way, always something trying to tell you, always something. The old is always going to come. But if you keep fighting, you keep striving, you keep believing. And believe in something good and new mm-hmm. and prosperous and honest and loving and kind. It'll come in your life, no matter what it looks yeah. like. Mm-hmm. So that's what I was really talking about today, sis, is where is your mindset? Man, we're September, October, November, December, y'all. We got three more months. We are ready. Tomorrow is mm-hmm. the ninth. Today is the eighth. We're already eight days into this month. And I'm looking around and I'm going, Oh my gosh, you don't really realize when you got something to do with how fast time really goes. Yeah. Where are you at in your life? And you know what? what? You Look at in?
1: looking at, at looking at this thing the ninth month. I mean, that's that is in itself um very suggestive. Think about the number nine. You know, that's that's when life comes forth from the human body. You know, a baby um, is formulated, and if if that baby is carried to full term, that baby is released in the ninth month. So different things that you have been standing on and believing God for this year, watch them work this month. Seriously, this is a high holy month. Even on the Jewish calendar, you've got Yom Kippur and Rosh Hashanah and all these different holy days. Um, This month, well, actually, uh, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, I think starts the first week of October. But it's this is a high holy month because once Rosh Hashanah begins, it's ushering you into that time of introspective and and thinking and um, cleansing, a time of refreshing and renewing who you are, getting rid of the old, refreshing your your spirit and your mind in God, you know. I was in a shut-in last weekend um, that a sister was giving at the church, and, and I couldn't stay the whole time because I had to come to Dallas, but um, for the time that I was there, I woke up one morning, and it was so crystal clear that God spoke to me September ninth, 2019, so that's like 9 nine nineteen, and I'm going, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. He didn't tell me what, but I knew it was significant you know, looking at nine, nine, one, nine, okay? One is the number of God. That's the number of completion, too, because everything is wrapped up in one. You know, one multiplied one is one. One divided by one is one. One is a whole number, you know, and then giving forth to the number nine, it it, it elevates. I was reading where, they, where um, it was written um, that nine is the highest single um, numerical digit, before it goes into double digits, for it, it it is that high number. So I am expecting high things and and wondrous things from God this month, and I'm looking forward to tomorrow, because I'm just like, Lord, you brought that day in my spirit, so I know something's getting ready to happen, and I know it's going to be off the chain. My expectation, that's another place where I'm at right now in God, is my expectation is off the charts. Okay, it is off the chart because I'm believing him to show himself mighty. You know, sometimes we talk about God and we, we reference God in, in what he's done for others. And, you know, and we read the word of God and we see what he did and how his hand moved on, on the people of the biblical times. Well, honey, let me tell you, this is biblical times, too, as long as God is in your heart and still ruling through you. Okay, it is still biblical times. You are a walking, breathing epistle. So as you are his epistle, you are his oracle, you are, excuse me, his prophets in the land proclaiming what is the will and the heart of God, then as we do that, we have to be in high expectations to hear and to watch God move in ways that we could not even fathom. You know, our little finite mind can't even comprehend the breadth and the width and the depth of the things that God has in store for us, and we're walking them out day by day. We talk about this on the show all the time is the progression. It's a process. What we go through processes us. What is a disappointment? We talked about disappointments a couple of weeks ago. What is a disappointment today is a stepping stone to our greatness for tomorrow. Because if we allow God in the midst of that disappointment, if we can still see him, as I said earlier, if we can still latch on to that nevertheless, you know, yes, there is trials and tribulations in this world, but nevertheless, we will be of good cheer because Christ has already overcome the world, and we are seated with him in heavenly places. We have to believe the word. We have to take in the word like it is our necessary breath. The word says in him, I move and I breathe and I have my very being. We have to embrace that. We have to make that soul. It's like, yeah, God, I, I say this all the time. Paul Martin uh, Morton wrote a song, Pastor Paul Morton, that, you know, whatever you're doing, God, don't do it without me. I mean that. I want to be in the midst. I don't want to miss it. I don't want to miss it. So I cannot allow, as Timothy told us, I cannot allow the affairs of this world to entangle me so much that I forget to please the one that called me to war, the one that called me to be a soldier, the one that called me into existence. I'm not here because I thought it would be a good thing to be born. I'm here and you're here because God said so. God said, let there be Tanya, and Tanya was. God said, let there be Colette and Colette was. God said, let there be Pat, and Pat was. God said, let there be Susie, and Susie was. God said, let there be Timothy, and Timothy was. You're not here because your mama and daddy laid down. You're here because God said so you walked through cancer. You've walked through trials and tribulations. You've walked through immense losses. You've walked through ridicule. You've walked through lies. You've walked through the valley of the shadow of death. But guess what? You walked through them. You didn't tabernacle there. God called us to walk through with him not to tabernacle in one place, not to get stuck in the disappointment, not to get stuck in the disease, not to get stuck in the lack. Walk through it. And as long as you hold on to his unchanging hand, as long as you allow him to get you through it, you will make it to the other side. Walk through it. Don't get stuck. I see one of our callers has put up their hand and they want to have a word, so I'm going to open up their mic. Caller area oh. code nine two
3: nine. Your mic is open. You are free to yeah, speak. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I was just listening to SBS fans. SBS fans, they're gonna talk. so you know dealing with uh, dealing with God and energy. So you know, that's all I had to say. Hello.
1: Okay, I, I can barely hear you. I'm sorry. I hear, um like, kind of rustling in the background. Just make your point again, please. I'm sorry.
3: Uh, you can hear me now?
1: Yes. Hello? I can hear you better now. You can, you can yes. hear me now? Yes, hello? Yeah,
3: I was just saying that. Yes, I that, can. Yeah, I just told in, but then I just started hearing you, and, and the word of God was speaking through you. I felt that energy. So that's been stimulating me to call you. Right there, you know. So then that's what I had hit into the HQ. So you know I could um listen to you. because what you was saying is right and exact, it's facts, you know, according to the scripture. That's all.
1: Amen. Amen. And that's what Amen. I was saying. Well, bless I, that's the why Lord I was saying brother.
3: that I was just listening. Yeah, that's why I say I go back to listening. You know, faith come by good. hearing. So you know, faith come by hearing, and then it inspired me. that's inspired me. The body right now with the energy she's speaking about because I identify with it. So Bless that's the all Lord. I have to say. Bless the
1: Lord. Amen. Well, Amen. Yeah, we said, thank you. We thank you.
3: Uh huh. Thank Cali you for, for
1: sharing. I, yeah, God, God is incredible. God is incredible. And, and I'm going to put you back on mute. I, I appreciate you, you. Yeah, because put am on the road.
3: Yeah, put on the road. And, and I want to okay. be focused. Okay. <laughs> All right.
1: Okay. No problem. God bless you. And safe travels, my brother. Safe travels.
3: Yeah,
1: okay. Yeah. All right, Tanya. But, you know, that, that's just where I'm at. I am so excited about the Lord in my life you know, and I'm excited to be used of him in the lives of others. We have no idea how much our lives um, touch other people just by living it. You know, we, you don't have to always be on the street corner preaching. You don't always have to be in a pulpit preaching. It's your lives That's the epistle of God. Your lives speak louder than your words, and we've got to understand that. So we've got to make sure that God is able to to utilize us. It's like he's got to be able to speak to us that he can speak through us. If we are shut off from hearing from him, if we are so caught up in our situations that our ear is not firmly pressed to his breast, so we hear his heartbeat. That's, that's what I want. I want to hear the heartbeat of God in the midst of a situation. God, what are you feeling? God, what is? how does this affect you? How does yes. what I do yes. affect your glory? Okay? Amen. Because we were created Amen. to bring him glory. Amen.
2: Amen. There's no glory if there's no you, your inner self. You can't believe in a God in heaven and in the sky if you don't believe in yourself. He said in His Word, "Greater is He that is in me than He that is of the world." If He said, "Greater mm-hmm. is He that is in me," that means you have to believe in yourself. He put you here, just like my sister said, just like Elder said, for a purpose in such a time as this. Mistakes. Yeah. You can still teach people from your mistakes. Don't don't be mad at yourself mm. when you make mistakes. You can teach from that. Mm. You can minister from that, and God can Absolutely. deliver from that. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. I believe that when He said the twelve disciples, disciples discipline, twelve disciplines He had around Him. Each one had a purpose, and each one had to be disciplined of something. They didn't Paul and they didn't yeah. have they never had the same issues. They all had different issues. And they walked amongst him, and they believed in him. And just like what my sister said, believe in what the God in heaven. Believe in yourself first. Believe what you can do. Thank you, my brother, for calling in. Thank you. And again, like my sister said, safe travels in passage. Please forgive us. The phone kind of acts up a little bit. But I want you to keep believing and keep being encouraged and, 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 and know that God is. It's what you believe in yourself. It's not what people tell you who you are. It's what you believe who you are and what you believe you can do. There's going to be so many people along the way saying what you can and what you cannot do. Man, I used to always Mm. think people's opinions matter. But a different Mm. mindset, I'm telling you right now. Don't talk to a lot of people about your business. Talk to God.
0: Talk Mm -mm. to yourself, Mm
2: -hmm. because he'll give you the Mm -hmm. best results. Just like what my sister's saying. Nobody can't understand what I'm doing right now. I'm sure people probably looking at me going, what? Has she lost her mind? But I'm trusting God because I know in my heart, greater things are coming. I'm like you, sis, claiming and proclaiming. Greater things are coming. Greater blessings are flowing. New wine is being put in, in wine skins, and I thank God for that.
1: Amen.
2: Mm-hmm. Amen,
1: amen, amen. You know what? You God takes my breath away. He really, really does. You know, um, just I'm in awe of him. On a daily basis, I am in awe of him. Little, Pam, it's just the little things that God will do for us just to say, I got you. I got you, you know, the things that most people will find inconsequential, but those little things that that mean so much, you know, just him, just that, that sweet little gentle kiss on the cheek because of the little thing that he has done. You know, and, and, and it's important to embrace that. It is not just the, the monumental things, and I'm so thankful that God has healed you of whatever, and, and I'm grateful that, you know, you got your financial breakthrough and your blessing that you needed. I'm I'm so thankful for you, and I'm so happy for you, but those little things that God does on a daily basis, you know, I, I, I promise you, just. I'm going to give you an example. And, and most people would say, okay, that really wasn't a big deal. But for me, it really was. So I told you I'm in Dallas. I'm at a hotel, I don't have a rental car, the office that I have to spend time at on a daily basis is like a 15-minute walk from here, so it's cool, and you know me, I'm very independent, so, you know, I'm going to check out my surroundings, I'm going to deal with what I got to deal with. Well, I had um, a prescription that I needed to get filled because I had went to the doctor the same day I was traveling, and so I didn't have time to get my prescription filled before I left and whatever, and I'm fine, all is well, but I just had something to pick up, Right. And so I had mapped out, okay, the day before, Thursday evening, I had sat here and I went online and I was like, okay, is there a Walmart close to where I'm at? And I found the Walmart and and then I found a bus that would take me like that was only like maybe a five-minute walk from here, and I could catch the bus, and it will take me directly to the Walmart, which was only like 15 minutes away. You know, you can Google all of that and what have you. And so I was like, cool. I said, okay, so when I get off tomorrow, then I'm just going to catch the bus, and I'm going to go to Walmart and, you know, pick up a couple of things, and yada, yada, yada. So I stopped by the front desk the next morning on my way to the office. Um, And I was talking to the GM, and so I was asking, you know, do they have a shuttle, just in case, you know, I thought, well, you know, if they do, I'm going to utilize it. Do you have a shuttle that possibly takes you around, you know, because some places, especially I'm at a country inn, a lot of them have shuttles that within a two-mile radius they'll give you a ride to. So he said, no, we really don't have that. We just have a a shuttle that basically does the airport, yada, yada, yada. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, and he was like, where would you need to go? I said, well, the office that I'm going to is really just right down the street, and it's a big company. So, you know, when I said the name, they knew it. Um, But, you know, and I said, and I was just, you know, was wondering in the mornings if, you know, if I didn't feel like walking, if there was a shuttle or whatever. And he was like, well, I tell you what he said, "Um, I have to go to Walmart this morning, so I won't mind dropping you off, you know, at at the company on my way if you would like to go. And I was like, oh, okay, well, thank you. And so then I'm going, "Um, so you're going to Walmart? (laughs) He said, yeah. And I said, well, actually, I need to take care of something at Walmart. Can I get a ride there as well? Can I ride there with you? He was like, of course and was more than happy to wait for my prescription to get filled because he needed to do some shopping at Walmart. And afterwards, he went ahead and took me to my other destination. Now, I know most people would say that really was no big deal. But for me, it was just like, Lord, thank you, because now I did not have to get off, come get out in that heat, ride the bus, and do all of those different, go through all those different changes. God provided. He provided. It was like, here's your ride to Walmart and to the office. You know, little things, that's what I'm saying. We've got to want to see the beauty and thank God in the little things, you know, because how would luck have it, as they say, that, okay, just at the moment that I get to the front desk that morning, the, the general manager of the, this hotel is getting ready to go to Walmart. Right that moment, literally, he was getting the keys to go to Walmart. So you see what I'm saying, Sam? It's the little things that God does for us. And we have to acknowledge that. We have to understand that he really and truly is our father. And he takes care of us. He takes care of us. He makes the way straight. He provides us. Amen.
2: Amen. But you got to have that mindset. I just, what I'm saying is keeping your mind stayed on him. When he says in his word, Mm -hmm. it makes sense. Lately, what he's been putting in me, of everything that I'm going through, he said, let the same mind be in me that is also in Christ Jesus. And then I begin to speak. Mm-hmm. Your love, your peace, your grace, mm-hmm. your mm-hmm. prosperity, mm-hmm. your kindness, mm-hmm. your joy, your love, your ever so abiding. And everything that you do, mm-hmm. let the same mind be in me. I'm not telling you guys that I may mm-hmm. not slip. But when I begin to speak that word over my mind and believe in my heart what he has given me, you work that word, that word will work for you. I have to learn daily. I'm not, please believe me. I can be something. I said to a girl today, I was doing some shopping. She was like, thank you for being just so awesome with such a wonderful personality. I said, don't get me wrong. I can get twisted. Oh, I can have my way. She Hmm. said, okay. I said, please believe me. Sometimes I got to rise up and let people know I'm not a punk. She said, okay, please believe me. But I want to sow this into your life today because I want it sown into my life. Where is your mindset? Are you believing for the greater things that are coming? Are you believing it's just going to stay the same? Nothing's going to change. It's just the way that it is. Oh, my gosh, I'm defeated. If that's Mm. what you believe, that's what you become. But when you believe, you know what, I don't care what it looks like. Okay, I got to downsize. Okay, I got to give up some things. Okay, this is the way it is. Lord, you said in your word, you can't put new wine in old wine skins. You want to okay. renew me like the noonday. And I'm trusting you and I'm believing in you. Yeah, I got some issues and some hangups, but I'm believing you and I'm trusting you. you changing things because you love mm-hmm. me. And I believe you of who you are. Please, it's an everyday battle. You got to practice it yeah. every single day. You can't even afford mm-hmm. to get off your game. I'm telling you guys, it's good to read the word. And then when all of a sudden you don't read it no more and you don't go to blah, 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 all of a sudden you're going, where am I at?
0: Who am I mm-hmm.
2: Work it. Believe it. Obtain it. See it. Without a vision, my people will perish. I used to see it all the time, you guys, and I thought I was there. But when you can envision it, you can become it. It is. Or Are you speaking something out your mouth that you can't even see? That's why your prayers are not being mm. answered. Where mm. is your mindset? What do you believe? Do you trust God and not just that? Trusting the God is in you. Amen? I love you, sister, because your testimony Amen. today has been a pleasure. They have been uplifting and letting us know that no matter what it is, it's not, it still don't have to be a house. It don't have to be a car. It can be your health. It can be your, your, mm-hmm. your problem with your mouth. It can be your problem with mm-hmm. doing, drinking. It can be your problems with drugs. It can be your problems with depression. Whatever it is, what are you trusting God for? I believe you. Yes. Yeah. But you can't keep saying it every day. It oh, ain't going to never happen. It ain't going to never happen. Not for me. I just don't believe it. Where did you get that from? Lord, please. Mm-hmm. Please, Lord, please. You can get that up too. Mm-hmm. Lord, I believe that you are the living God. Amen. And you said what you're going to say over my life. And I believe that whatever mm-hmm. it is, you're going to will it to be so. And I want to operate in you today because I believe in you today. I may stumble and I may fall. But, Lord, I believe letting the same mind be in me that's also in Christ Jesus, putting on the whole armor of God. Yeah. That he shall be able to stand against the wiles of the enemy. I'm girding myself with the belt of truth. I may not always be all right, but I know that I'm standing in you. Sharding my feet with the preparation mm. of the gospel of peace. I may get right up, but you won't give me peace. I lost the purse. There was a time y'all would have flipped out. Where's my pies? Over oh my God! I would have went all the way off. You know what i said? Okay, well, Lord, thank you. That's why you told me to keep my credit card in this. Not that. I hope I find it. And I know it will be restored unto me. But today I just don't have it. Amen. Man, I was just so mm-hmm. grateful that I could do that. Because I used to trip out beyond mm-hmm. compare
0: everything. Ah, rah, rah.
2: But now I'm like, where's your mindset? I can't give it that energy like Mm -hmm. that. I trust you, Lord. This is going to be all right. I trust you. All this. I'm looking at stuff you guys. I'm going, how's this stuff going to get out of this house by the end of this month? I got to be gone by the end of this month.
0: Mm. I trust
2: you, Lord. Look, look, yesterday I was this. And today, six days straight, and I was so exhausted. How's this going to be? I didn't do what I was supposed to do. I trust you, Lord. It's your mindset. Mm -hmm. You guys stay positive. Believe that the God above has everything good for you. He loves you. Not to harm you. He doesn't want you to walk in depression or suppression. Believe in yourself. Believe that you can. How do I do that? Can you? I know. Everybody told me how to go to church and do this, and nobody told me how to believe in myself. And I walked in depression for years. Well, I'm going to tell you this. You got to read. You gotta search it. You gotta want it. Seek ye the kingdom of God first, and all His righteousness, and everything will be added unto you. Seek Him. How do you seek Him? Do it whatever way that you can. We got Google now. We got research now. We got libraries now. We got everything. Seek Him, and I believe in my heart He will release you from the things you've been in bondage of, because you would take it on a new mm-hmm. mindset. Hmm. So
1: true, so true, true. The word of God says signs, wonders, and miracles follow them that believe. Doesn't say it follows those that stress, doesn't say it follows those that worry, doesn't even say it follows those that cry. It says signs, wonders, and miracles follow those that believe. So you gotta believe him. You gotta believe him. You gotta Trust him. And when everything around you is chaotic and you can't tell up from down, in from out, you know that you've got to press into the presence of God and allow him to come into your presence. Okay? Don't shut him out. Don't be so consumed with everything that is around you that you miss what is within you. When you accept Christ as your Lord and Savior, when you accept him into your heart, when you give yourself unto him, then you are giving him control. Don't take that back. Don't take it back. That means you want him to control your thoughts. You want him to control your heartbeat, okay? You want him to control your words. You know, you have to believe him and trust him. You have to know that in situations where, as Tanya was saying a little while ago, you know, she has her moments. We all have our moments. We all have those those moments where we want self to come up and to defend our honor. You know, like she said, nobody's going to think she's a punk. It ain't even about being a punk. It's about God. What would you have me to say in this hour? What would you have me to say in this situation? Because, oh, I know what I want to say. I know what I want to do. But what I want to say and what I want to do, I absolutely categorically no, will not bring glory to you. It won't. I know it won't, okay? And it's not going to give me victory. It may make me feel better for that slight a moment of time when it's coming out, when I'm spewing out all of that vial. Okay, but in the long run, now I've got to apologize because I feel bad for what I said because it did not bring you glory, because I penetrated the heart of someone else like a knife, and that's not what you called me to do. So I got to even give my temperament to you. I've got to give my emotions to you. I definitely got to give my words to you because my words are lethal. And I understand that. The same way my words are weapons of building and changing atmosphere, my words are also weapons of mass destruction. And I had to get a handle on that. I'm thinking for Quaylette right now. I had to get a handle on that. I had to understand that because when I was out in the world, my words was my weapon of choice. I could cut you up one side and down the other with the mouth that God had gave me to edify him with. And I was not edifying him. And I was walking in a place of bitterness, so therefore I really did not care how my words affected you. So when God got a hold of me, when I surrendered myself to him, he first had to put a guard over my tongue. Now, we're 31 years later, and I'm still asking God to keep a guard over my tongue. 31 years ago this month, I gave my heart to him. And I'm still asking him, contain it, God. (laughs) Control it, Lord. Because God in heaven knows when I try to take the reins, I mess it up. So I yield myself to you. And give you that control. God is the only, is the only entity on this planet that I give control to in my life. Period. Point blank. Period. Okay? Because I don't trust man, I'm gonna be honest. So I don't give control of my life to man. I doggone show sure ain't gonna allow the devil to control me as he would try to. God is the only entity that I trust with my heart, I trust with my mind. I trust with my spirit. I trust with my mouth. I actually I remember shortly after I got saved, and my husband and I were exchanging um, unpleasantries. <laughs> it, it was nice. And I went to say something to him, and, and I remember taking a deep breath, like just seeing that I was getting ready to spew out was really going to be detrimental because I took a deep breath to brace myself to say what I had to say. And as I took that breath, I was sitting on my couch, and my hands were in my lap, and my hand literally came off my lap and across my mouth. And it was like, (laughs) I can't do nothing but laugh. I promise you, I literally could not do nothing but laugh because I knew it was nothing but God because I had asked him to put a guard over my mouth. And if you ask him in sincerity, he will do just that. And when my hand covered my mouth, all I could do was bust out laughing. And my husband looked at me like, oh, she has lost her mind. Because, see, he was used to that vile stuff coming out of me. It was, I, I, I hadn't been saved that long. So, you know, I was, that was definitely still a real fresh work in progress. But I laughed because it showed me the sincerity of God if you ask him to take the reins. If you ask him or you give him control, then he will. But you, you have to give it to him. He's a gentleman. He ain't going to just take it. Forceful forceful intimacy is right. He is not a forceful person. He, he's not going to take it from you. You have to give it to him. You have to want him. To take it And it's just You know It's an incredible thing And like I said Now 31 years later I thank and praise him For the leash <laughs> to be, That he has on me Because he's only going to allow me To get so far out there And then he's going to start Pulling at those reins And I feel him And I hear him And I know And when there's a check in my spirit That I'm saying something That I don't have any business saying I thank God for that Because see When that check stops then you have been turned over to a reprobated mind and you can do and say whatever you care to and you will not have a conscious decision in it to say, you know, you shouldn't have said that. He will just take his hands off and let you have free reign and you can run yourself right into the pit of house. But that would be your choice. See, I don't want that choice. So I would rather give my control to him. I don't even want that control because I don't trust me. Because, yeah, me still have some things (laughs) that I know that are there. So I have to trust God with my all. I have to. And I implore all of you to do the same. You know, let him have the reign. Let him have control. Let your mindset be that that same mind that is in Christ Jesus is also in me. If you want to be a mastermind in something, then master the mind of Christ. Let Christ take over. Let him lead, God and direct you, and I promise you, you will not regret it. Not the day, day of your life. Amen. So, my sister, so we're at, the, sister, end the, we're show, at so the end of the show. So, closing remarks.
0: Closing remarks.
2: I just want to thank God for you being such a blessing and for you just bringing the word and ministering to our souls, such as you have, Elder. And I'm just embracing God's word and encouraging you all to embrace it the same way. There's so many ways to get it. If you don't have a Bible, there's so much Google. There's so much everything. Ask God and you shall receive. And when you, I believe, when you ask him for good things, He's going, He's going to bless you with we'll good things. I love you. Stay encouraged and ask yourself every day, where is your mindset? I love you. Be blessed and keep it real.
1: Amen. Well, blessings to you all. Have an incredible week. And Lord willing, we will be back with you. Same God channel, same God time next week. God bless. God bless.
2: I love you, Seth.
1: love you too, sweetie.
2: Love you
0: too. Let's keep it real.